0: Howdy, folks. Aaron Kindle here, host of the NWF Outdoors podcast. We wanted to do one more little special thing for you all here as we exit 2022 by letting you hear from our colleagues, our friends, and some listeners like you about just their 2022, their experiences in the field. We wanted to do this really because we can't do this without you all. You drive conservation. You drive what we think about you mean the world to us, and we really do this for you. And so I'm happy to share the following stories with you because they really allow you all to get a feel and hear a connection to conservationists across the country that we care so much about and that we do this for. And I'm also happy to showcase many of my colleagues and their voices. You know, we here at NWF, we have so many amazing colleagues and We always love hearing their stories and and their hunting and fishing stories and all they're doing out there in the world. And we think you will too. So sit back for a minute, enjoy these short snippets and perhaps at the same time, you know, think for yourself, what did 2020 mean to you? And think about the conservation victories and think about all the great work that we're gonna do in 2023 and how lucky we all are to have the great outdoors and these awesome places that we get to love and cherish here in the United States. Take a listen.
2: My name is Leanne Chadwick and I am the Great Lakes Regional Director of Philanthropy and Partnerships. I live in Michigan north of Ann Arbor and I'm really lucky to live in a region that provides me with so much opportunity to hunt and fish. This past May I had the good luck to harvest a turkey. It was a perfect day. My good friend Captain Dave shared his favorite spot with me. We settled into the blind and waited in anticipation. But what I remember was that the morning was particularly beautiful, and it seemed like the wildlife just started showing up as if on cue. We had hawks, raccoons, lots of birds, followed by many deer, and shortly after, a small group of hens appeared out of the trees across the field from us. And then there he was, this big, majestic tom. My heart started racing, I got super excited, but as a newcomer to the spot, I knew This tom had Captain Dave's name written all over it. It wasn't five minutes later, though, when another group of hens started walking towards our decoys, followed by two good-sized jakes. Sure enough, the jakes walked right over to the front of our blind. I couldn't believe my luck, and after a quick prompt from Captain Dave, I took my shot. I had my turkey 15 minutes after the sun came up. We hung around for a while, hoping that Captain Dave would have a shot at the big tom, but he was way too smart for us and stayed out of range while guarding his hens. What I remember most about this experience is how perfect the morning was, sitting outside, observing the world come to life. I felt such satisfaction that evening, eating turkey for dinner with my family, and I'm glad to share that Captain Dave got that tom just a couple of weeks later. I'm reminded of what a great morning that was and how much fun I had as I see my turkey's tail every day that's hanging next to the door to the house from the garage. And best of all, my family is reminded every day too.
0: jesse dubell here down in new mexico just want to encourage everybody to have a fantastic rest of 2022 spending time outdoors whether big game hunting waterfowl hunting small game hunting hiking backpacking camping rock climbing mountain biking you name it One thing I can say, I appreciate NWF Outdoors podcast, especially episode number 96, featuring New Mexico's U.S. Senator Martin Heinrich, as he talked about the Recovering America's Wildlife Act. No matter what you're doing outside, the experience of interacting with wildlife makes it better. Thank you. Jumping in again here, folks, Jody Dixon. Uh. I've only met Jody once. I was I was lucky enough to spend a couple of days with her in Alaska this summer. She's an awesome Artemis representative, an Artemis ambassador for our our sports women's program, Artemis, but just a fantastic human. And she did so many great things for us when we were in Alaska, and I just feel like. From the moment I met Jodi to this day, she's an old friend. She fed us some amazing wild game that she had cooked. She told us about her sheep hunts. She's just the quintessential conservationist ambassador for hunting and someone that it just we're all lucky to know. If you ever get a chance to come across Jodi and go spend some time with her, you really should. <music>
3: Hello, this is Jody Dixon talking to you. I'm an Artemis ambassador and entrepreneur living in Juneau, Alaska, and I love to be outside hunting, gardening, foraging, or just walking my dogs. One of my favourite hunting experiences of this 2022 season was being up a tree spotting for moose. Two cow moose came into sight pretty close by and late in the afternoon, and then slowly grazed away from me until daylight faded. On um, the following day, I observed two more cows moving through the area we were hunting. Although not seeing bulls meant I was not able to harvest a moose, watching a healthy number of cow- cows was really exciting. I'm also grateful my husband saw a bull, and we were able to bring meat home for the freezer. I continue to learn about hunting and conservation from several sources. I particularly have enjoyed NWF Outdoors podcasts. Episode 99, the 20 years of protecting Bristol Bay episode that released June 9th, was one of my favorites. It was educational and entertaining. I appreciated learning more about the history of Bristol Bay and the people who've been working to protect the best salmon runs in the world for decades. Finding sources that share conservation information, most important to me, has guided me to sign more petitions, make more phone calls, and share important issues with other hunters more than ever before. It's a really small step, but I'm fitting it into a busy life and I hope to build on it. And I'm grateful for NWF Outdoors for being a resource in my life.
4: Hi, this is Andrew Black, Public Lands Field Director for the National Wildlife Federation. And by far, my favorite sporting moment of 2022 actually occurred early in the year in January. My wife and daughter and I all went out fishing on the Rio Grande del Norte National Monument. And my daughter, who's 18 months, was there when I caught a 21-inch brown. We got some great pictures of the day. It was kind of a warmer winter day um, and a fish I'll never forget, but also a fish that I don't think she'll ever forget. She got to touch its tail and, and see a large brown in action and, of course, was there when we uh, released it. So she just had the most wonderful smile, and it's a day that I'll never forget as she was just amazed at what can come out from underneath the water and, and how great our public lands are. So terms of things I'm looking for in 2023, uh, one of the big conservation wins I hope that we have is protecting the Caja del Rio area in northern New Mexico. It's 106,883 acres of BLM land and Forest Service land. It has incredible petroglyphs, but amazing culture and archaeology, but also is an important uh, linchpin of wildlife connectivity connecting various mountain ranges and is home to everything from golden eagles and, and burrowing owls to elk, mule deer, bear, Cougar, uh, you name it. So it's an incredible wildlife area and just uh, an area that I hope we can kind of have permanent protection and more responsible stewardship of. In terms of the NWF Outdoors podcast, I think one of the things that I've really enjoyed is just the diversity of guests from various different experiences um, and various sporting experiences. So I'm glad that that's happening and I'm glad that, uh, you know, folks from all over the country are lending their voice to this important podcast. Mm -hmm.
5: Hi, my name is Morgan Harrell and I'm in South Carolina.
6: This year was a great year for time spent in the woods. As an Artemis ambassador, I was lucky enough to participate in several events in 2022, a rabbit hunt, turkey camp, foraging day, just to name a few. And while none of these trips filled up our freezer, they did fill my memory with outdoor experiences with amazing women. Sitting around the fire at turkey camp this year was particularly special. We'd all heard birds that morning on different spots on public land. We were sharing stories of the day, planning strategies for tomorrow and telling tales of past hunts. I felt so grateful to be in the company of these women, these hunters and these conservation advocates. Here's hoping for more times like this next year.
7: Hello, my name is Jason Baldus. I'm a member of the Eastern Shoshone Tribe and I'm the Tribal Buffalo Program Manager for the National Wildlife Federation's Tribal Partnerships Program. I'm very happy to work for National Wildlife Federation and assist tribes in bison or buffalo restoration returning them to tribal lands for conservation or cultural and religious and spiritual purposes. Uh, One of the Best experiences I've had in 2022 is visiting the Menominee Reservation in uh, Wisconsin, where I'm joining you from today. They've recently restored 10 buffalo to their community. Uh, they've been gone since 1812, and so it was an incredibly uh, moving experience to see those animals restored for the for the Menominee people and for providing hope uh, and prosperity for their culture, their ceremonies, their language, their belief systems, and ensuring that they have a a hopeful future. So uh, I'm really excited about work in 2023 and look forward to continuing uh, my efforts with National Wildlife Federation to build more relationships with tribes and assist in conservation and helping... uh, take care of our land, our water, our resources, and our uh, our plant and animal relatives. So thank you very much.
5: Hi, this is Ashley Smith and I'm from Mississippi. My most special memory of hunting from this past year was one of the simplest. I went out on a very hot day with my little boys who were four and five at the time and taught them how to build a ground blind. and. We built it together with sticks and leaves and everything else and I went back and took them to the house and I had a t-shirt on and pulled some camo pants over my jeans and I went back out late that afternoon and uh, a little coal buck wandered out and I shot him from behind the ground blind and he ran into the woods and I went back to the house and I got the boys and I got our dogs and we all went out and found him together. He had run about 150 yards down into the woods down into a culvert uh, so they got to help me find find the buck and that mommy had killed from the ground blind that they helped me build and that was a, a fun memory for all of us and hopefully this year now that they are five and six and can maybe be a little bit quieter I can take them and we can go together and they can get their first year so I hope you have some special memories with your family hunting this year happy holidays from ours
0: Had to jump in to talk about Lou Carpenter. Lou Carpenter is an old buddy of mine. He's, he's perhaps one of the reasons that I work at the National Wildlife Federation. Um, I've known him since my time before then, and he's always been someone. He, he's, got this, he's got this really expressive personality. People gravitate to him. He's a fun guy to be around. And uh, I've always enjoyed my time around Lou. And, you know, I love this story he tells Because I'm always out there saying, folks, you know, hunting brings you closer to all wildlife. It makes you respect and enjoy all wildlife, not just the things we pursue. And Lou's story just happened to tell that story. He happened to explain to folks how when you're out there pursuing something like grouse, you come across amazing things like a wolf skull. I I was once lucky enough to see four mountain lions in one day while hunting. I know that likely... Lou's story, my mountain lion story, neither of those things would have been true without us being hunters and and pursuing game in the forest. And it's enriched my love for the outdoors and all wildlife. And you can just tell in Lou's voice it's done the same for him. I'm I'm really appreciative that Lou sent that in. Thanks, Lou.
1: Hi, my name is Lou Carpenter. I'm a director of conservation partnerships for the National Wildlife Federation in the Intermountain West. And I live just outside of Denver, Colorado. Uh, You know, one of my best hunting experiences of 2022 and there's been a lot of great hunting and fishing there's no doubt about it and there's still more to come but one of my best experiences um, involved a a grouse and woodcock hunt in the north woods of minnesota um, early october Uh, the colors were fantastic Mm -hmm. the bird hunting was great and uh, the grouse camp we were at you had to you had to boat into Um, and it was just it was just a really amazing experience but on the last day We'd already loaded up the boat to head back to the cars kind of just doing our last cup of coffee and hanging out and a a rough grouse flushed right near the right near the cabin so my buddy handed me a pump shotgun i took off after it through some kind of heavy brush like there is up there heavy ground cover it flushed uh once it was tough there was a tree in the way i couldn't quite take the shot i was following it back a little bit deeper And, uh, I see a skull on the ground and it looked a little unusual to me. At first I assumed it was a deer skull, but I, I picked it up and it was, it was actually a wolf skull, you know? And in that moment, pausing, kind of thinking about me as a predator, you know, here looking at this one, um... It just it just stopped me for a minute in contemplation it really felt interesting and of course the the grouse flushed 10 yards away and I had a shotgun in my left hand and a wolf skull in my right so I couldn't get off that shot but it was such a fitting end to the hunt and to my time in that magical space not far from the boundary waters about an hour and a half north of Duluth a little northwest and um, yeah, it was just really special, and so I, I ended up giving the wolf skull to the to my friend who owns the cabin there, so it could stay where it belongs. And uh, we hopped on the boat, headed out, and I headed back to Colorado. But I'll never forget that memory, and it was a great a great end to a grouse hunt here in 2022. Thank you.
5: Hi, my name is Alyssa, and I'm an Artemis ambassador from Oklahoma. This year, I went fly fishing for the first time and I got to go in Yellowstone National Park. I caught some rainbow and cutthroat trout as well as some mountain whitefish. It was really special because it was the 150th anniversary of the park's opening, and it felt a bit celebratory to be there during that time, but it was also a little somber because we arrived not too long after the devastating floods had come through. It was a good reminder how precious our public lands are and how important it is to protect our lands and the access that we have to them. Happy New Year!
6: Uh, This is Todd Waldron checking in from northern New York. I'm a hunter and an angler and a conservationist, and I also coordinate forest habitat projects and partnerships for Rough Grouse Society and American Woodcock Society uh, in the northeast U.S. Uh, It's been great listening to the NWF Outdoors podcast this year. There are so many great incredible guests folks like Rue map and alex harvey and ron Rohrbaugh and so many others uh, aaron and bill bring out such great perspectives um, in all of their conversations and i've really enjoyed it and i hope you're all enjoying it as well and thanks for supporting nwf outdoors podcast and the conservation work that the national wildlife federation does uh, you know 2022 has been a great year, both on the conservation side and on a hunting and angling side for me personally. Uh, you know, when I was on the podcast with Aaron a while back uh, talking about rough grouse and American woodcock habitat conservation, uh, we were talking about partnerships and the importance of partnerships and how to bring folks in uh, together. And uh, one of the things I'm really proud of this year is we've worked regionally here in the Northeast. Um, in New England, in Massachusetts specifically, uh, developing a public and private partnership uh, called the Massachusetts Dynamic Forest Initiative. Um, and we're working with Mass Wildlife and Mass DCR, which are the public lands agencies, uh, Mount Grace Land Trust, which is a major, uh, very respected land trust in Massachusetts and throughout the region, National Wild Turkey Federation, and a whole bunch of other partners working on habitat resiliency and diversity um, on public and private lands in a clustered manner throughout the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh, you can check that out at roughgrousesociety.org on our regional page for the Northeast if you're interested. It's been a really cool project. Um, and I got to say, like from a hunting and angling standpoint, one of my favorite memories, I mean, I always love October and, um, had the chance to get out in the, uh, in the woods this year, uh, with some friends, uh, I was out in Minnesota, uh, back in October and hunting with a friend, a couple of friends actually. And we had this young dog with us and it was amazing. Uh, I got to experience, um, time in the woods with these two folks and the dog. And this was the dog's first grouse point and first, uh, retrieve. So <laughs> that was really special. Um, seeing the passion around, uh, grouse conservation with these folks, but also just how wonderful those dogs are and how great it is to see young dogs, um uh, work in grouse woods for me was great. So, um, really enjoyed the NWF Outdoors podcast. Uh, keep on supporting it. Uh, keep on doing your conservation work and enjoying the outdoors hunting and angling. And, uh, we'll keep in touch.
0: Hey everybody, David Wilms here. I work with our public lands program here at the National Wildlife Federation and am based in Wyoming. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to and support this podcast. It means the world to all of those involved in its production. I know I love listening to the podcast, particularly when I'm out in the field, like earlier this fall when I got to spend 10 days helping my dad fill his moose tag, packing it out and processing it. It's a memory I will always cherish and the NWF Outdoors podcast will always be a part of it. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Hey guys, Aaron Kendall here again, jumping in. Mike McTee, what a guy. Uh, I wanted to just jump in and, and tell you how much I appreciate this fella. I got to meet Mike a few years back. We did one of our first uh, non-LED shooting demonstrations in Montana. And Mike was there. He works for a place called MPG Ranch. He's just a devout hunter, a devout conservationist, a scientist. He came out with a book this year called Wilted Wings a hunter's fight for eagles. He really chronicles his journey into caring about uh, shooting non-lead ammunition and taking care of eagles and, and being a scientist and what he's learned. And just a smart, fun, funny guy, cool to be around. Just appreciate that he gave us a shout out and a great little story there from him and his dad.
8: Hi, I'm Mike McTee from Missoula, Montana. My favorite outing this year was when I was camping on a fairly famous stream in southwestern Montana. And I woke up in the morning and I started driving to where I plan on hunting elk, but a ponderosa pine, as old as the forest service, had fallen across the road, blocking me from going elk hunting and blocking everybody else from coming in. So I drove back to where I was camping with my dad, told them about the situation and then we fished and we had the entire river to ourselves all day and we caught trout on streamers and blue-winged olives and we just enjoyed that rare solitude that we so often don't find on the streams these days and as i'm driving around i make sure and tune my radio to nwf outdoors happy holidays Hi, everyone. This is Matthew Wagespeck with Vanishing Paradise, and I'm the Sportsman's Outreach Coordinator for Louisiana. I came on board with Vanishing Paradise this year, and I tell you what, it has been a roller coaster of cool experiences. One is having the opportunity to work side by side with Bill Cooksey, co-host of the NWF Outdoor Podcast. Bill has done tremendous work in helping promote conservation throughout his entire career in the outdoor industry. I feel lucky being able to consider him a coworker but honored to call him a friend. My job as sportsman's outreach coordinator in Louisiana is a unique one because it entails so many different things, for instance, my job could have me doing anything from meeting with legislators to connecting with outdoor industry leaders or even just educating sportsmen on the issues of coastal restoration in the duck blind or out on the water. My best hunting experience of 2022 happened in September when I was filming a teal hunt for Vanishing Paradise in Buris, Louisiana, near the mouth of the Mississippi River. After bagging a few birds, I drove to the airport, got on a plane, and by the following morning, I found myself in a layout blind near Wakona, Minnesota, where I was able to harvest my first Canada goose. That's a distance of 1,300 miles. Waterfowlers dream about hunting in the marshes of South Louisiana or in the potholes of Minnesota. To do them both in a single season, I take that back, in a single lifetime is a feat. But to hunt them both within 24 hours is absolutely insane. The NWF Outdoor Podcast is important to me because it provides a platform for hunters and anglers to have their voices heard, share their outdoor experiences, and discuss current events in conservation. I believe it is the duty of all sportsmen to introduce someone new into the outdoors. Why not start by introducing them to the NWF Outdoor Podcast? Thanks.
0: Hey there, this is Alec Underwood, Senior Policy and Development Director for the Montana Wildlife Federation. One thing I'm really looking forward to this year is the passage of the Recovering America's Wildlife Act, uh, legislation that will benefit wildlife species across the United States. Thanks a bunch, and remember to tune in to NWF
9: Outdoors podcast. Hi, I'm Gary Maris from Long Island, New York. I'm a lifelong angler and fashionably late hunter. I'm also a board member for the New York chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and I'm a 2% certified conservationist. My best fishing experiences in 2022 are a tie between uh, spending two days in a boat with my uncle on Lake Champlain, the Vermont side, fishing for bass and pike, And then a trip that I took with my family where my daughter caught a 19-inch smallmouth bass on Lake George. Definitely my best hunting experience was having the honor of being a mentor on a recent collaboration between the New York chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, Hunters of Color, and the Nature Conservancy. As far as conservation victories in 2022 that I would consider myself directly being a part of uh, would definitely be meeting with my Uh, Local elected officials, I'm actually sharing conversation with them over a cup of coffee and discussing conservation issues that impact Long Island and New York, um, as well as my desire to see scientific-based management practices. Uh, The result of those conversations were those representatives providing to me their contact information uh, and just having another ear that I can voice my concerns to directly on conservation issues. Uh, things that i'm looking forward to uh, in 2023 uh, i'm really hoping that the recovering america's wildlife act or rawa makes its way across the finish line and to that end uh, one of my favorite moments from the nwf outdoors podcast this year was the conversation with senator martin heinrich regarding rawa uh, and i also really enjoyed the episode with steve bowman uh, like I said, I'm a lifelong angler, and that came from uh, essentially my dad taking me fishing when I was really young. He was into Bassmaster when I was a kid, so that name, Steve Bowman, was pretty familiar with me. So it was a great conversation, and it was a little bit nostalgic for me.
0: Big thank you to Gary
9: Maris. It's It's
0: really awesome to hear from our listeners across the country. Gary's obviously a devout conservationist in his own right, putting in time on, on conservation boards, um, doing the good work that, that our listeners do. And I'm, I hope people kind of see themselves in Gary. I'm sure they do. There's a lot of our listeners out there just doing all the work that it takes to, to get conservation victories and to make things happen across the country. And I love how he weaved in some of his own, you know, outdoor adventures with his family, uh, really appreciated hearing from Gary. Thank you, Gary. Hey, my name is Daniel Rich. Ritz. I live in Boise, and I do
6: communications and outreach for the Idaho Wildlife Federation. 2022, uh, highlight my, experience, my hunting and fishing experience was hooking into a few of Idaho's iconic b on steelhead on the Clearwater River, just above the Snake River, where in 2023, I'm excited to keep a foot on the gas to breach the lower Snake River dams and work on bringing a new era to the Northwest with connected and thriving salmon, steelhead, and river community. We are a focused and stubborn gang of salmon and steelhead folk and uh, just looking forward to more. Can't wait to share with you
9: guys. Good luck out there.
10: Thanks to Mandela and our amazing uh, NWF outdoors team um, for all the work you've done this year uh, just uh, absolutely amazing kind of keeping us uh, moving forward on, on behalf of you know America's sportsmen and women uh, but um, as far as what is my favorite memory you know best sporting memory best uh, hunting fishing memory of, of 2022 here, um there's been a lot of them but I guess it has to be uh opening weekend so a uh, fishing opener from Minnesota um uh my son my younger son eight-year-old son Ivan uh buddy of ours and myself were out for opener on one of the border lakes uh, you know, uh, south I guess it'd be uh you know west central Minnesota um and uh as what happened it was really windy that day uh just, just crazy wind uh chop was you know was just uh, out of control um 14-foot boat, I wasn't gonna put my eight-year-old out uh, on the the water that day. Um, My wife would have killed me uh, had she seen the pictures from it, and so uh, we caught an audible. uh, And and honestly, we ended up on shore. and uh, not necessarily where we thought we would be, you know, based on what we had scouted, what we had seen on the lake, where we kind of wanted to go that first day. Um, and, and honestly, all the best stories come from that, that level of flexibility, the ability to, to kind of call that audible, to, to, to see what, what nature is providing you in that given moment and, uh, and, and kind of roll with it, if you will. And so um, we ended up on shore. We, we did a little bit of scouting, did a little talking to a couple of folks that were at the bait shop and tried to figure out where we might want to go. Um, ended up in a, in a small feeder creek coming into the main body of water um, and uh, thought that might be productive for, you know, crappie and walleye. And, uh, I mean, we absolutely slayed them. Um, you know, we probably limited it out in, in about an hour. Uh, but honestly, the best part of the story is not the the, the the product of the fishing, not the product of the the fish in the in the, in the catch. It's, it was actually my eight-year-old son uh, with uh, what would be, Yeah, I guess a large, I'd almost call it a large ice fishing rod rather than a a full-on six-foot rod that you normally would be out there with Um, uh, and a spinning combo. uh, And uh, seeing him cast, you know... You know the presentation he was he was using, and then setting the hook himself, landing the fish himself, the the, the the joy that was in his mind, just in his face, and just kind of, you know, just how that that uh, that developed that day where where he was able to do it all himself, and he's he's fiercely independent, and so seeing that in him, seeing that 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 joy not only in the, in the catch and in then in the, in the but in the process of getting there, and so um, that that was that was awesome for me just to, to to see that in him and see that growth and see that that kind of passion kind of developing as well, as well as you know. Honestly, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great day to, to be there with friends and family and um and and at the end of the day bring something home too so uh we spent the rest of that evening uh <laughs> flaying fish cleaning fish and then uh, eventually well after dark uh actually eating some fish so uh probably number one memory 2022 thanks guys have a great day hey guys this is me
2: with Light'em Up Kennels in East Tennessee, also a friend of National Wildlife Federation and Artemis. So this year we are lighting it up across the country. We are going to places like Arkansas, Louisiana, Virginia south carolina and of course we are blazing trails here in east tennessee with our akc gun beagles we are having a blast getting it done hope you guys find your mentor and get out there and enjoy nature as well and whatever is your passion wanted to say happy holidays and a happy new year you guys kill it this year and thank you so much for what nwf does and artemis as well
0: Man, those are some awesome short stories. Uh, So good to hear from so many friends, so many supporters. They really make me smile, they give me hope. They also just continually remind me how blessed we are here in the good old US of A to have such amazing places that hold just fantastic wildlife and, and that we have the freedom and opportunity to visit them. And you know, I could have jumped in and told a short story about each of the folks you heard from, but I figure, You all have probably had enough of me for 2022. So mostly I just want to say thank you to our listeners one more time, to our colleagues and our friends. Thank you also to Mandela Van Eden. Mandela is the editor of this podcast. She keeps my co-host Bill and I in line and keeps the podcast train rolling. Just right down the tracks. Thank you, Mandela. We appreciate everyone's support and we can't wait to bring you some excellent content in 2023. Be well, my friends. We'll see you in 2023. Happy Holidays!